All right, let's do it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I know I've touched on this before, but I hope no one listens to this podcast in the expectation of any factual information. After I released the last podcast, I listened to it. And I think like half the things that I was referencing didn't happen in 1996. So yeah, I've uh, I've mentioned it before, but if you do want factual information, perhaps tune into the CNN podcast or like the BBC World Service. But Fabs's High Review is not a good place for that. I was listening to the radio this morning, local radio. There's nothing better than local radio. Um, I actually think my podcast is a little bit like local radio. Uh, anyway, I was listening to the radio this morning and they went through the Alanis Morissette song, Isn't It Ironic or Ironic or whatever it's called. Everyone knows that song. And they went through it line by line and they basically were pointing out each lyric that wasn't actually ironic. And honestly, it's kind of ruined a really great song for me. I've spent all day thinking about the lyric in the song, it's like rain on your wedding day. And they were saying that that's not ironic, that it's actually just shit luck. And yeah, I guess that's right. It is shit luck. It's not really ironic if it rains on your wedding day. It's just, you know, not anything anybody wants, but it's not ironic. And then 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. That lyric. They didn't talk about this one, but I've been thinking about it since. And again, that's not really ironic. That's just sod's law. When you're looking for something and you can only find one of another thing. Oh, by the way, um, sod's law is the English version of Murphy's law. But obviously the better version, because it's so much more entertaining to say. The local radio then went on to talk about a gentleman in Connecticut who won the world's largest pumpkin competition. And his pumpkin weighed in at like almost 2,300 pounds. And that's where I got the idea of today's topic, because... Why not investigate further world's largest X, Y, or Z, fill the blank? Americans love a world's largest. And that was backed up in my research when I was on a Wikipedia page for the world's largest whatever. And it went by continent. And in Asia, the only thing they had was like a world's largest Buddha and it was in Thailand. And the only one in Europe was funny enough in England, and it was the world's largest disco ball. I don't know where in England it is, but now I really want to go and see it. That sounds fun. I bet you it's in some like dodgy nightclub in Bristol. I probably drunk there when I was at university. And then it got to the um, American continent, and I clicked on the down button. <laughs> literally it wasn't even like there was one or two it went state by state and each state had like 20 of note most of the northern states like michigan um illinois 
Montana, all of those states up there, they really love a world's largest. If you've ever done a road trip across America, you'll definitely have seen something. You know, like the world's largest ball of yarn. That's a really famous one. World's largest thermometer. That's another really famous one. But as I was perusing the state-by-state -state world's largest list, there are some amazing ones that, quite frankly, don't get the exposure that they should. I'll start with Colorado, because that's local to us, and it was a bit disappointing. There was actually only one for Colorado, and it was world's largest fork. What an accomplishment. I didn't even bother looking further into how large this fork was, because I was like, oh, okay, well, that's nothing of note, so come on, Colorado, pick it up. In Georgia, in Marietta, Georgia, they have the world's largest chicken. And it is not the type of chicken that lays eggs and clucks around your back garden. This is a giant cardboard or maybe wooden chicken. Uh, and it sits on top of a Kentucky Fried Chicken. So if you do go and see the world's largest chicken, not only are you seeing a landmark, quite frankly, you also get to have a nice dinner while you're there. Montana had the world's largest penguin. It weighs 10,000 pounds and it's 27 feet high. When I think of a penguin or a polar bear, I don't think Montana, I think Alaska. So why is the world's largest penguin sitting in Montana? Well, apparently this town claimed that they are the coldest place in the nation because of their particular location next to the Glacier National Park. The Weather Channel has actually proven them wrong, but they have this enormous penguin living in their town regardless. And it looks like a big, big, big pingu, if you know what pingu is. Also in Montana, and this one I would get in my car for tonight and drive and go see, they have the world's largest Bigfoot museum. I would go to the world's smallest Bigfoot museum. Although, let's be real, how many big feet could you actually fit in the world's smallest Bigfoot museum? I can't imagine very many. But this is the largest one. So the fact that there's even like multiple Bigfoot museums. I mean, that's exciting in itself. When I was looking at the world's biggest Bigfoot museum, it was talking about a story of a gentleman in 2006 who claimed that he was driving through the woods and suddenly he was confronted by an eight foot tall, 10 inch long, hairy beast. And when he was telling his friends about it, when he got to the pub, or to the bar, they were saying, well, did you take a photo of it? You have a digital camera in your car. Did you take a photo of it? And he was like, oh, I never even thought about it. Direct quote, that's what he said. If I was to see a Bigfoot, I would fucking take a picture, wouldn't you? I mean, it's a little convenient that he didn't photograph the moment, but he was adamant there was a Bigfoot there. 
And I'm actually not doubting him because I think that probably big feet are real. But did he actually see one or had he just had a few too many at the previous pub on the way to the next pub? The museum being located in Montana is uh, a curious choice because it doesn't even have the highest amount of Bigfoot sightings in the nation. The state of Washington has had the most. And then California. And then Florida. I wouldn't have thought there were many Bigfoot lurking around the swamps of the Everglades. But apparently, Florida comes in third. New Mexico has the world's largest pistachio. Bravo to them. I love a pistachio. I think it's because you really have to work for it, you know? It's not like you can't just pull it out of a bag and throw it in your mouth. You have to take time to open up the shell and then pop it in your mouth and then discard of the shell. It's like the hard-to-get nut. The best one, though, the ultimate world's largest, is in Iowa. And they are proud state owners of the world's largest truck stop. It's called Iowa 80 and it's outside a town called Walcott and apparently it's known as a trucker's Disneyland. Honestly, having looked at the website iowa80.com, I would agree. It does look pretty great. The best part about a road trip is being on a long empty highway for hundreds of miles and then you pull up to a creaky old town and there's a rest stop there and there's a guy outside selling delicious food that he made in the trunk of his old chevy and then you can get a big slurpee with a mountain dew inside for like 49 cents there's nothing i love more than a great truck stop so the fact that i could drive through iowa and visit Trucker's Disneyland is brilliant. So they have all the fast food spots, as you'd imagine. They've got the McDonald's, the Wendy's, all of those. And then on their website, it lists shopping. And I was like, oh, what kind of shopping do they have? So I clicked on the link, expecting, I don't know. I mean, at this point, they described it as Trucker's Disneyland. So I was like, I don't know, maybe they've got like a Sephora or a Victoria's Secret. Maybe it's like a mall, which is also a truck stop. Um, But no, the shopping page on iowa80.com is basically just nuts and bolts and new wiper wiper blades. Um, So not the shopper's paradise that I was expecting. Every July, annually, they have uh, what they call the Trucker Jamboree. And this is advertised heavily on their website, as it should be. So it's like a three-day event each July. And they have a bunch of different events that happen there. And there's a Trucker Olympics. Not sure what that is, but my curiosity is piqued. Uh, They have fireworks. They have a pork chop cookout. The whole reason behind the Trucker Jamboree is basically to say thanks to all the drivers because these guys are on the road like 80% of the month. They're never with their families. They're driving huge distances across country and delivering everyone's Amazon shipping and FedEx parcels and I don't know, people that are moving from the East Coast to the West Coast. But they're just in their cars all the time. They're in these trucks. So I fully support 
there being an annual trucker jamboree to give thanks to these drivers. These were the best ones that I picked out, but quite frankly, there were so many. I could be sitting here and I could talk all night to you guys, but I'm not going to bore you. Um, but fuck it. Who's up for a road trip? All right, everyone. Speak to you next week. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Like what you hear? Check back in each week to hear another episode of Fabs' High Review Podcast.